I feel we always quite often fell victim trying to sell to everyone. I don't think it works in marketing. You really need to understand and nail and know your target audience. Hi, before we get to this week's podcast, I'd like to tell you that Automated Creative are releasing a book called How to Make It in Marketing, Volume 1. It is a collection of the best marketing career advice we've had from over 200 episodes of the Shiny New Object podcast. You'll hear from some of the biggest, brightest and best names in the industry showing you telling you how to grow your career. You can reserve yourself a copy at this URL. So get your pens out. It's bit.ly, so bit.ly forward slash make it in marketing. So that's bit.ly, bit.ly forward slash make it in marketing. But the make it in marketing bit is in capital letters. So bit.ly forward slash lowercase and the rest is make it in marketing uppercase. I think you should get your heads around that. And enjoy. It's a great read. Hello and welcome to the Shiny New Object Podcast. My name is Tom Ollerton. I'm the founder of Automated Creative. And this is a weekly podcast where I get to interview our industry's leaders to help us understand what is coming next and what their vision for the future is. I'm on a call with Eka Vankova, who is Product Marketing and Proposition Lead at Experian. Eka, for anyone who doesn't know who you are and what you do. Could you give us a bit of background on what you do now and how you got to be in this role? Yes, sure. Uh, hi, Tom. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. I'm really, really um, excited to to be here. Just a bit about uh, myself. I have been living in the UK for 10 years now. I can't believe it's been um, so long. I moved here initially to do my master's degree in uh, international law, but then I got charmed uh, by um, the marketing industry. And for the last 10 years, I've always been uh, an in-house marketing manager. Last um, Four years I've spent in insurance and finance um, industries, shaping uh, various communications and digital marketing strategies. And uh, more recently, I have made um, a decision to join Experian in the UK as product marketing and uh, proposition um, lead. What excites me the most about what I do now is the fact that I can really um, impact the um, revenue and uh, the business because now I'm in product marketing. I'm so close to all the um, product decisions as well. And uh, I feel I can really, really impact um, the revenue perspective of the business. Are you a marketing book person? Do you read up on marketing stuff? Or are you just make it up and see what happens? You know, I think I'm quite a bookworm. I think I'm quite a nerdy person and I'm always looking for new things happening in the industry. There is so much going on. And um, uh, if you try to catch up, you just can get lost so easily. So what I like to do is order an old fashioned uh, uh, printed uh, book with hardcover if I can, and then just read in the evening. <laughs> so yeah, I love books on marketing. And what is your top marketing book? Which one do you find yourself recommending most often? I would love to recommend you guys, if you haven't read it yet, a book called Obviously Awesome. It's by a USA-based product strategist called April Danford. 
this book is just about how to nail product positioning so customers get it, buy it, and love it. It has so much actionable insight, you can just go and implement. It also has a full strategy if you've never done product marketing in tech, finance, or SaaS industry before, you can literally learn so quickly. It has templates as well, it's very easy to understand, and it's very practical. It's not just theory, and that's what I love um, the most about it. So thanks for the the tip on the book that is noted. So do you have any advice for marketers? What is that one bit of advice that you got a long time ago or heard recently, that silver bullet bit of useful tip that you can pass on to people listening to this podcast? Yeah. So you might have heard this tip a lot, and I don't think I got it properly until like three or four years ago. The biggest and best tip I'm trying to action every day in the um, in my in my professional life is try and test and find that best fit customer, someone who really cares a lot about the value your product brings. I feel we always quite often fell victim trying to sell to everyone, and. Um, I don't think it's it works in marketing. You really need to understand and nail and know your target audience. And understanding your target audience is crucial for effective marketing because by knowing who your ideal customers are, their preferences, behaviors, and pain points, you can really tailor your marketing efforts to resonate with them. It includes creating relevant content, choosing the right marketing channels, and crafting compelling messages that address their needs. It goes well together with product marketing aspect of my job because I quite often do market research. So I'm analyzing customer data and I get feedback from my audience. And this is essential in gaining insight and understanding um, how we should build products moving forward. Quite often what happens, people work in silos and they create product-led um, uh, propositions, forgetting about being customer first. However, I constantly remind myself and my team that we need to know our target audience because it just brings more impact. It creates more targeted and impactful campaigns and it just resonates much more. And it's fine that not everyone is going to like your product. Even if you are a big player in, in the industry, you aren't ideal for absolutely everyone. And that's fine to say we are not... Mm, the best company for you. But if you want this, we can help you with that. It's totally fine. Sometimes when I train salespeople, they um, feel uncomfortable saying it. But actually, in the current world, customers, they need that insight from us because we are um, doing our job day to day, understanding the products and the competition. And sometimes it's fine to say we are not the best for you, but we are great if you would love to achieve that. And that's okay. And again, it's all about knowing your target audience and what works for them and connecting with those customers. This episode of the Shiny New Object podcast is brought to you in partnership with Manfest. Whether it's live in London or streamed online to the global marketing community, you can always expect a distinctive and daring blend of fast-paced content, startup innovation pitches, and unconventional entertainment from Madfest events. You'll find me causing trouble on stage, recording live versions of this podcast, and sharing a beer with the nicest 
and most influential people in marketing. Check it out at www.madfestlondon.com. So that makes me even more interested in what your shiny new object is, which is AI machine learning in the product marketing process. So tell me what that means, why it's your shiny new object and and how that sort of kind of ties into your tip about really knowing your audience. Yeah, thank you. So I think everyone is quite going crazy right now about ChatGPT and other opportunities um, AI and machine learning is offering us it's changing the industry very clearly clearly however how can i apply it in product marketing how can i really make um, the most of it well i want to begin by saying that before diving into the specifics of using ai there is like one principle i'd like to share and i think it's quite helpful so the principle number one is that don't be afraid to not use AI. Sometimes it's treated as this magic cure-all, but um, if you can get good results without it, you can totally take that route. That's absolutely uh, fine. However, if you are up for testing and learning um, and learning more about what's happening in the world of AI, I definitely think you should you should test um, and approach product marketing with um, AI. So how do you use it yourself? What's your process? For me, since I'm so obsessed with the um, best fit customer and uh, knowing my audience, um, I quite use it quite a lot for um, customer segmentation and uh, personalization. So AI and machine learning, they can analyze vast amount of data to identify patterns and trends, allowing for more accurate and sophisticated customer segmentation. As I mentioned before, by understanding customer segments better, uh, product marketers, we can create more targeted campaigns and tailor product offerings to specific customer needs, resulting in high engagement and conversion rates. And um, in practice, what this means, AI can analyze individual customer data, such as browsing behavior, purchase history and preferences to offer personalized product recommendations and content. And this enables me as a product marketing lead to deliver highly relevant and timely messages to customers, leading to better customer experience and increased um, uh, loyalty. So based on a logged in customer who's who's been to the website, who's used the product, um, who's received an email, you've got all of this kind of first party data on this person. And then you're saying that you use AI to then send new messages about new products based on that specific person's behavior. Yes, exactly. Um, it's quite it's quite a big thing and lots of other brands um, use it uh, right now. For example, um, Amazon uses AI and ML algorithms to power its product recommendation engine, which offers personalized products to customers based on their browsing and purchasing uh, behavior. You might notice it on the website when you shop yourself. And um, Coca-Cola has used AI to optimize its social media advertising campaigns. Um, I think it's completely mind-blowing that you can analyze this large amounts of data on customer preferences, demographics, and online behavior, and then you can create more targeted um, ads. 
We have heard recently that Google is um, releasing a new tool to um, create AI-generated PPC ads, which is just like completely crazy, right? A year ago, no one would have thought it's possible to do so, to be released so quickly. And now it's quite a shock for, for the PPC industry. We all are waiting for it. Um, another cool example of using AI in uh, product marketing is um, Starbucks, actually. They use um, AI to personalize its loyalty program, which I use pretty much every week. I'm such a marketing victim uh, myself <laughs> because it's just ridiculous. I know what they're doing and I still go and buy another chai tea latte, like really. <laughs> uh, it's because they offer the tailored rewards and incentives based on individual preferences and purchase history. So jump back to the Google example. So this slightly ashamed to admit is new to me. So what are Google promising that this generative PPC writing will do? So, um, Google is promising uh, that they are updating um, their Google Ads uh, platform with um, AI-generated content suggestions or keywords and uh, messages you can use for your audiences. So when you upload uh, your customer audience, uh, Google AI is promising you to analyze analyze that audience and then create suggestions for them. So you don't need to manually enter the copy for the PPC ad um, um, anymore. So let's like work through an example about how that would work. So travel insurance, for example. So you, you define your audience and your budget and all the rest of it. Is Google then just going to say, oh, what? what's the name of your company well we would know that anyway because of the ad account or you know, so on and so forth is it just going to generate stuff and you sign it off or will there be a role for a prompt for example you know like we, we're a travel insurance company and we are a fun brand or trustworthy or the oldest or whatever and the reason i ask this is because if google's got all the data on which words work for which audiences then surely there'll be a point where the actual process of pbc becomes redundant it's just what's the bid yeah you bid on you bid on you bid on clicks um, yeah. but, but you also even bid on the words you know like this this 400 this 400 travel insurance company companies all want to use the same word but you've got to pay extra for it because we know it works. Yeah, I think there is a big competition in that uh, PPC um, space right now. It's not going to be just Google. It's other bots which are going to be released in that space. And that's going to change the industry for sure. So the way it's going to be working, they're going to automate bidding. So um, Google Smart Bidding, for example, it's... Um, already an ie powered automated bidding strategy and it's it uses machine learning algorithms to analyze vast amount of data including user behavior demographics device type and what's actually happening they automatically set bids that are likely to result in the best possible performance for a given campaign objectives uh, another big ai thing is ad targeting so AI can analyze user data and behavior to better understand the target audience and identify the most relevant segments for a PPC campaign. Ad creation as well is going to be impacted because those AI-powered tools can automatically generate ad copy headlines and even images now, I think, um, such as 
ads you are using, the creative element you use for your campaign, um, and even ad objectives. So this can help in creating more relevant and engaging ads while also saving time and resources in the ad creation process. And then ad uh, performance analysis. Um, yeah, another big thing is, and a concern is an ad fraud detection. So AI can be used to detect and prevent ad fraud, which is a significant concern in the digital advertising um, industry. Those algorithms, they can analyze various data points, such as click patterns, user behavior, and device information to identify suspicious activities and fraudulent clicks, helping advertisers to protect their advertising budget and ensure that their ads are shown to genuine users. So that's quite cool. And yeah, of course, personalization, personalization of the ad copy of the offers, like you said, recommendations based on user preferences, and then they get higher engagement and conversion rates leading to a better um, campaign performance. Yeah, I mean, I've been in the industry, I think 15 years now, and this feels like the most significant quick change that's happened. Yeah. Uh, I think there's been, there's been slow changes, like um, the rise of social media kind of crept up, mobile crept up, um, this kind of thing. And there's been a few challenges to that, whether that kind of voice or virtual reality, you know, seem to be on an even longer curve. But this feels like AI is going to change things quickly. And I think for me, the, the missing bit of data is whether it works better than the human only alternative, as you say, because sure, you can get AI to write copy all day, but is it any good? Is it on brand? You know, are you going to have to sign off 200 copy lines when you could have just written one yourself? So, Yes, AI can definitely democratize creativity and definitely make certain elements of advertising like instantaneous, certainly around their bidding and you know fraud detection, all that kind of stuff. But I think the the data I haven't seen yet is whether it's AI on its own, AI with a human, or just a human on their own that delivers the outcomes the brands want. So yeah, it's, yeah, uh, that's really intriguing. And there is lots of research now being done by like big banks and um, consultancies like Deloitte, whether it's going to replace humans in certain roles or not. I personally think it has strong potential to automate certain tasks and improve efficiency, but I think it's designed to augment human capabilities rather than replace humans. I don't think it's going to totally replace um, people, especially from a creativity perspective, like you mentioned now, and emotional intelligence. I'm sure it's it's awesome at, in processing and analyzing this data, but it lacks the creativity, it lacks the intuition and emotional intelligence and many tasks such as strategic decision making or critical thinking or complex pro problem solving, they are better suited for humans. And I think it's good to save time quite often when it creates a copy for you. But if you're not experienced in the area and you don't understand what you're talking about, it's quite hard to just use AI. You would still need those years of experience quite often or your talent or your creativity to make sense of it. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just a very amazing time saver for, um, for some tasks. You're absolutely right. It's a very exciting time in the industry. Um, so hopefully we'll both have a job this time next year. Who knows? Um, <laughs> very good point. Yes. <laughs> so, Eka, thank you. I, my favorite subject, and I loved your passion and your your knowledge and experience and ideas on the subject. So if someone wants to get in touch with you, where can they do that? 
and what makes a great message to you? Yeah, I'm always very open to meeting new people in the industry. Uh, feel free to reach out to me on my LinkedIn. I would love to have a chat, uh, see if I can um, share some um, advice with you or just uh, hear you out or just meet you. I'm always um, learning and uh, love to meet new people. So yeah, just uh, let's connect on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Eka, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Tom. Hi, just before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you could take the time to write a review of the Shiny New Object Podcast on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever it's called these days, or whichever podcast provider you use. We're an indie podcast, so it would go a long way for us if you could just share the word and give us a bit of a support on those channels. That would just be fantastic. If you haven't got time, that's also cool. And yeah, if you could tell your colleagues about the podcast and also if possible, don't forget to subscribe. And I'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, if you'd like to speak on the podcast or be a guest or you think I'm asking the wrong questions, anything, I'd be super interested to hear what you think. So please email me at tom at automatedcreative.net. That's T-O-M at, uh, I'm not going to bother spelling it. Anyway, you'll work it out. Thanks so much.